Welcome to this Surrendered Heart Hatha Flow class. For this class, you're going to need two blocks. And you're going to start in supported fish pose. So you can start with your blocks on a medium and a low setting or a high and a medium setting, whatever supports you best. I'm going to start on a medium and low setting, and then you're going to rest back over your blocks. So give yourself a little bit of time to get as comfortable as you can over the blocks. Let yourself settle in, release into gravity, feel your breath. So in this class, we're going to focus on combining bhakti yoga with our asana practice, the yoga of love. Through the yoga of love, we increase our capacity to experience love in our lives. And bhakti yoga or the yoga, or the yoga of love is not a love that depends on external conditions, but it's a state of our soul. It's something that I've experienced time and time again in the present moment of my yoga practice, in the quiet nature, in the quiet of nature. And it's something very real within me and within you. There's something magical that these shapes together with our attention in the present moment and our breath consistently consistently reveals. And I think I know that for me, that's why I consistently return to this practice. Through the surrender of our hearts, we come to know our divine nature. Beyond thoughts and words, the treasure of love exists within each and every one of us. And this is one of the ways that we can come to know it through our practice. So go ahead and form your intention for the class, what you would like to receive. In a bhakti yoga class, it can be Nice to devote your practice to something bigger than yourself, to somebody in need, something in need, so that the fruits of our practice expand both to us, but to something bigger, recognizing that we are part of a whole. Okay, so let's come off these blocks and lie down on our backs. Okay, you're going to take these blocks because we're going to use them. And you can lie on your back with your knees bent and your feet flat on the floor. And just check in for a moment. Feel the effects of resting over the blocks of your chest being more open, feeling more connection with the ground in your upper back. Feeling that connection with your heart center. So you can either have your knees bent here or your feet long. And you're going to hold on to your blocks with your elbows bent and into your side. And you're going to inhale, open out to the side. 
And exhale, bring them back. So inhale, open. And your hands might go all the way to the ground. Exhale, coming back up. So inhale, open. Moving with breath. Okay, and then just take one block, put it off to the side. Take your feet long and wide as the mat. Take your hands on the outsides of the block. You're gonna inhale, take them over your block overhead. Okay, inhaling here. Staying connected to your heart, you're gonna arc your arms up. Tuck your rib cage down, tuck your chin. You're gonna roll up through your spine. Use your core strength to come all the way up to seated. And then you're just gonna put that block down. Probably you wanna face it forward so that it's facing like this. And then you're gonna lift your leg over the block. Lift your other leg over the block. So you're doing staff pose here, staying up nice and tall. Keep your heart lifted to the sun or the mountains or whatever you want to say. And then you're going to take your block again. Inhale. Exhale. You're going to articulate through each bone of the spine. You're going to roll down nice and slowly. So we're getting a nice spinal warm-up here. You're keeping your core strong. So you're strong through your third chakra. So you can open up through your heart. You're going to inhale here. You're gonna bring your arms up, tuck your chin, pull your rib cage down, roll up, use your core, come up to seated, and put that block down again. You could challenge yourself more by lifting the block higher. Lift and lower, lift and lower. So this helps to strengthen your hip flexors, which are short and generally weak. And then we're gonna roll down again, really giving some nice juice to our spine, strength to our core. Take your arms overhead, some nice mobility through your shoulders here too. Breathe in. Moving with breath, exhale, roll up, tuck your chin. Pull your rib cage down, roll up. So you choose the level of your block. You could have it here on the lower level too. So you're lifting, 
and lowering, lifting and lowering, picking up our block again, sitting up nice and tall, inhale, exhale, roll down. Inhale. Exhale, roll up. Put your block down. Sitting up nice and tall through staff pose. Lift, lower, lift, and lower. Pick up your block, roll down. So this is like our cat pose here. We're, we're articulating through our spine, feeling the flexibility of our spine, breathing, inhaling. Feeling the mobility of our shoulders here. Staying connected with our hearts. Last time here, we're gonna do a lift and a lower. And then you're going to put your block off to the side and you're gonna take your one shin to the short edge of your mat and one to the long edge of your mat. And you're going to face the long edge of your mat. You're going to keep your heels connected to your mat and you're going to shift. So the other shin is on the short edge, other shin is on the long edge. And we're gonna go back and forth, staying turned towards the long edge of your mat. Okay, stay connected with your heels to your mat. So if you're interested in what this is called, we're just doing a mobility release for your hips here, keeping your hips nice and mobile. But we're really, by turning towards the long edge of your mat, focusing on internal rotation of your hips. Stay nice and tall. And this would be a nice alternative to pigeon and probably more functional too. Okay. So let's come back down onto your belly. And you're going to lie on your belly, just wiggle your hips from side to side, lift through your, tuck your toes under, lift through your knees, reach back through your heels. So we've got lots of space in your low back. And then you're going to bend your right knee reach around and hold on to your foot or your ankle roll your right shoulder back you're going to inhale here you're going to exhale you're going to pull your heel away and then you're going to inhale lower down exhale pull away inhale lower down exhale lift your heart actions coming from your foot 
Inhale, lower. And then we're going to uh, bring your arms down. Keep your foot and your leg at a 90 degree angle. And you're going to lift up through your heel and lower. Lift and lower. And then you're going to switch sides. So this time you're going to bend your left leg, reach around and hold on to your left foot or your ankle, roll your left shoulder back and up. You're gonna inhale here. You're gonna exhale, pull your heel away that will lift your heart, inhale lower. Smile to your heart. And then you're going to stay down. Flex your foot. Your leg is at a 90 degree angle and you're going to reach your foot up towards the ceiling. And then you can release that. Just wiggle your hips from side to side. And you're going to take your arms around behind you. Bring your blocks down by your hips. You're not going to like this because my mic, but can you bear with a little bit of mic noise for a second? You're going to have your hands down by the sides of your body. Roll your shoulders back and up. Take your blocks into your hands. Draw your navel up towards your spine, and you're going to lift your blocks and lift your torso. that down you put your blocks off and you're going to push up and back into cat pose so we're going to come onto all fours and in cat pose you're going to move from your heart center so you're going to exhale draw your heart up towards the ceiling inhale open your heart towards the ground Take it off to the side.
other side. Okay, then spread your fingers wide and tuck your toes under and you can come into downward facing dog. Okay, you're gonna make your way up to standing. standing. We're going to do some standing just twist just to release the spine. heart lifted, staying connected with your physical heart. And then you're going to stand on your right foot and you're going to hold on to your left leg. Roll your shoulder back and down. We're going to reach your left leg back so you come into dancer pose. Keep your heart lifted. And you can stay here you could hold on to a wall, a chair, if you want to. We can move a bit here to cha balance your, challenge your balance. So you bring your leg forward, come into a knee up. You can bring your knee across your body. You can extend your leg and come back to dancer. So let's do that again. So we went to knee up, knee across. So as soon as you bring it across your line of vision, that's more challenging for your balance. And then leg extends. Staying connected with our hearts, hearts lifted, knee up, knee cross, leg extends. Good. So let's give that a little shake out. Because it's just like life, lots of stuff comes along that challenges us to stay connected to our hearts, right? And then you're going to do the other side. So we'll stand on your left leg now. Bend your right leg. Hold on to your ankle or your foot. Lift your heart, shoulders back and down. Pull your heel away to open your heart. And then we'll bring your knee up. Across, you can stay and dance, remember. Back and leg extends. Come back to dancer. 
knee up, across, leg extends, Dancer, staying connected with your heart, heart lifted, knee up, leg across, and leg extends. Okay, good. Let's give that a shake out again. Release any Accumulated, atten accumulated tension from trying to control that, which is fine. And then we're gonna make our way down to sit. You can sit in a chair or you can sit on one of your blocks. We're gonna do a mudra. To do the Tejas Mudra, you're gonna bring your thumbs together like railroad tracks, the tips of your pointer fingers together and the rest of them are gonna spread. Okay, so if you sit with your Mudra now and just look down at it, your thumbs are like the wick of a candle and your fingers are like the flame. So, illuminating your heart. So sit, let your heart be lifted. I'll tell you a little bit more about this mudra. This mudra invites you to remember the light and brilliance that's already alive in your heart. And just breathe into your heart. Notice how you feel. This mudra allows you to cultivate uh, devotional higher love. It can also strengthen your immune system. It uplifts optimism and enthusiasm, so it's helpful for depression. It will increase energy, vitality, and breath into your heart center and chest. It invites you to find divine sanctuary within yourself and it fosters circulation of energy throughout your body and being. If you have hypertension and heart conditions, just monitor the effects as it can be energizing and stimulating for your cardiac system. So you can stay with Siddha with this mudra to finish your practice, or if you'd like to transition to Shavasana, to resting back in Shavasana, you can lie down in Shavasana now. I'm gonna stay seated because I'm gonna read you a poem in Shavasana. But make yourself as comfortable as possible in Shavasana. Tuck your shoulder blades underneath you. And you may, if it feels comfortable to you, you may wanna place both hands on your heart, one hand on your heart and your belly. Some way of staying connected with your heart since this was a surrendered heart Hatha flow class. This has become one of my 
favorite poems. I find myself coming back to it often. It's called Self-Compassion by James Cruz. My friend and I snickered the first time we heard the meditation teacher, a grown man, call himself Honey. The hand placed over his heart to illustrate how we too might become more gentle with ourselves and our runaway minds. It's been years since we sat with legs twisted on cushions, holding back our laughter. But today I found myself crouched on the floor again, not meditating exactly, just agreeing to be still, saying honey to myself each time I thought about my husband splayed on the couch with aching joints and a fever from a tick bite. What if he never gets better? Or consider the threat of more wildfires, the possible collapse of the Gulf Stream. Then remembered that in a few more minutes, I'd have to climb down to the cellar and empty the bucket I placed beneath a leaky pipe that can't be fixed until next week. How long do any of us really have before the body begins to break down and empty its mysteries into the air? Oh, honey, I said, for once without any trace of irony or blush of shame, the touch of my own hand on my chest, like that of a stranger, oddly comforting in spite of the facts. As you're resting here, reflect back on the experience of the class today, what you received from it. These are sometimes referred to as the fruits of your practice. And remember your offering of your practice at the beginning of the class. Who, somebody or something, someone you might have been devoting your practice to. Let's offer the fruits of our practice out into the world to those in need. So when you feel ready, you can start to wiggle and stretch out, bend your knees, Roll to your side and start to make your way up to seated. Thank you so much for joining me for this Surrendered Heart Hatha Flow Yoga class. I would love it so much and it would help me so much if you would find it in your heart to give this class a thumbs up. If you felt inspired to subscribe to this channel and put Oh Honey in the comments, then I know you like that poem too.